Welcome to Write the Thing Podcast. I'm your host, Echo Jaden. I'll be bringing you interviews from different creatives about the passions and mindsets behind their things. As an aspiring author, I am always on the lookout for ways to grow in my craft. I'm looking forward to sharing what I learned with you so we can all write the things that matter most. Let's get to it. Today I've got Ryan Greenwood, aka Remix, and uh, he is constantly growing and learning every day so his family can have a better life. He believes in God, Jesus, practicing Christianity. He is a husband, a father, and wears many more different hats. He loves music, poetry, and being creative. That creativity rolls over to his podcast, Remix the Dad, where he discusses music, life, and everything in between. He is always up to collaborate with others to help them succeed in what they are striving for. Overall, he is an artistic soul working on projects from comics, painting, graffiti style art, music, production, writing lyrics, podcasting, photography, and design. What's up, dude? Hey, man. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me on, man. I just want to say that first and foremost, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. I, I'm really happy you're here. You're the first, the first interview, so... Um, when I thought about doing podcasts, I, I on, honestly thought of you first. So, um, I'm happy you're here, man. Thank you. Thank you. I miss seeing that beard and that smile, man. <laughs> we, we got, we got to see each other one way or another, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to just dive into it. Um, I've got some questions for you and I just want you to answer them as honestly to whatever your heart feels. Uh, first question is this: On a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? Well, on a scale from one to ten, what? Well, well, is ten being the, the the weirdest, or one being the weirdest? Ten being the max. Ten being the max. I'd I'd probably have to say, depends on who you ask. But uh, for me, I'd probably say, I'd probably say about. 9.9. Nine. <laughs> All right. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Well, uh, give me some examples. What do you think? Wow. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just a big kid, big nerd. Um, just I think a lot different. I, I believe I think a lot differently from a lot of different people and have different perspectives and stuff. And I just have these weird little quirks and habits that I don't see a lot of people having and I'm yeah my voice I might sound manly manly but I'm I'm a strong person but also I'm a sensitive person sure so but I don't I think that kind of helps with the cool side of the weirdness Mm -hmm. but then I also just I, I don't like feet um just kind of pulling out a left field here some random stuff i don't like feet there's i don't necessarily like bananas but i'll eat them what? they're good for me um <laughs> i'll eat peanut butter but i don't like peanuts uh <laughs> i feel you more you want i feel you on that one no that's good that's good i feel you on that one that's awesome <laughs> cool man hey I, I i see some uh turtles behind you you did those right yeah yes i did those and that was during a rough uh rough time in my life and it was kind of that 
tra- transition period of uh, in, in, in the more growth and, and transformation for me. So I've had people actually ask how much they are mm-hmm. price wise. Cause they wanted to buy them. And I'm like, these ones are not for sale just so I can have that reminder of, Hey, I can make it through anything, man. So yeah. no, I can feel you on that one. Well, with, with that said, um, tell me about your thing. Like what is the first project you work on the biggest project, the most important project? Um, because you, you got your hands all over the place. I mean, you've got your hands in music, lyrics, paint, uh, art. Uh, I mean, what, what motivates you? What inspires you? I think, I think my biggest project right now, when it comes to like the arts and being creative, it is the remix the dad podcast. Nice. Uh, Cause I'm able to express how I'm feeling. It's like, it's like therapy for me and I'm able to, I can mess around with some of the artwork for, for like the promotions and stuff like that. And um, some of my favorite work though, was working on some music with my buddy uh, who also has a podcast who I helped him start Anthony's God of the guidance podcast. Nice. Uh, shameless plug there. Um, helping him with that. And then also us working on music and you can hear a couple of our songs on my podcast. So that was, that was kind of around the same time that I was doing these paintings behind me. Gotcha. Working through a lot of muck and a lot of BS and a lot of, a lot of working through the mud, man, just trying to figure out where to go next and what to do next. And mentally I was not in a, the greatest place. And that's right around the same time when you and I met. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, just a little uh, history. I mean, Ryan and I met three years ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago. About three years ago, and uh, through through us uh, uh, online community of fathers just wanting to better themselves, um, which is now called the Dad's Edge by uh, Larry Hagner. And uh, for all you fathers out there, this is another shameless plug. Um, who want to just upgrade yourselves? I definitely would recommend you check him out. Um, we're going to get to the podcast later. Uh, but right now I want to kind of just ask you about your music. Cause when I first met you, that's what it was about for you. I mean, you were really geared at music that, I mean, that was your life. That's what you kind of revolved around. So, um, I just want to ask you this question. Uh, do you remember your very first rhyme or beat that you wrote? <laughs> I do not remember my first, beat that i composed but i know it was probably whack as whack (laughs) um and i don't (sighs) one of the ones that i can remember or a couple of the ones i can remember one i probably shouldn't say and can't say because i don't have the the heart to say it anymore it's not on my that's not me anymore but I have one, it was something about, um, excuse, uh, like, excuse some of the, some of the language in it or some of the words. Sure. But, uh, 
you gotta <laughs> uh, you can't mess with my flow you got a dildo from Tycho. I'm going to take you up to the highest tree that's tropical and I'm going to drop you like a coconut and start to split you, split your wig. You can't mess with the kid because you know it's your boy with the Sprite because I'm the remix. <laughs> that's awesome. So, but yeah, the other one I, I, I can't, I can't say. Don't worry about it. <laughs> due, to, due to religious reasons. No worries. I, I'm, I'm following you on that one. Um, so with, okay. So going through there, what, what makes you inspired to write your poetry and your rhymes and so forth? I mean, what, where does this stuff come from? I mean, you're like, like we were talking about your paintings. I mean, that came from a dark place. Where, where do your rhymes and lyrics come from? Uh, that's a great question. A lot of them come from either a kind of a playful place mm -hmm. or a dark place. And sometimes I even combine them. Okay. And I actually really like getting in that dark creative place because that's where I think I find a lot of, a lot more, a lot more variety of stuff. But then it also helps me get into that playful place. And if I get into that dark place, I feel like it's more relatable for people if I, if I show them later. Mm -hmm. um, but I just love playing with words and sound effects and just puns and just trying to put something together for people to like be like, oh, that was really cool, really simple. But oh my gosh, the underlying meaning behind a lot of that, there's something there. Sure. Does that make sense? Sure. Yep. Yeah, it does. I mean, um, authors do this all the time in the sense of like, they'll write a story and the, you know, on the surface, it, it says one thing, but the overlying meaning might be, you know, what is, what does it mean to be human or what is love? I mean, that is the underlying theme of, a lot of books out there and yet they're uh, a story about you know a guy's journey across the united states i mean that is what being an author is about so i totally feel you on that one um in in being relatable like you mentioned uh how do you make the music connect to the people listening to it just being vulnerable and like letting people in and letting people know that like it's okay to feel the way you feel like and just showing that energy especially when you're doing like a live performance and people haven't heard your music yet but they see they see that passion they see that that drive they see that energy they see that vein popping out of your neck they see you huffing and puffing and then they come up and ask you hey where can i find that and then you show them and then they they listen to it and then they ask you ask you questions later on which i love it when people ask questions afterwards like hey what did you think about this this and this and i try and explain as best as possible um because 
I've always wanted to talk to artists just like how you're wanting to talk to authors on how they write the thing mm -hmm. and how they do their thing. Um, I want to be that guy who's approachable, yep. even though I'm yep. an introvert and I don't necessarily like talking to a lot of people. I want to be available. I'm following. I'm following. Um, you brought up performance. Um, ha have you performed? Have you have you gone through and thrown your raps out there for for an audience? And uh, if so, how did it go? Yes, uh, many 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 times. I lost a shoe one time. Brought a brand new pair of shoes, and the day of the show, and I lost the shoe in when I was crowd surfing. <laughs> All I remember from the show, I don't remember anything else because that was a, that was during a dark point in time where it was like, ah, but, and I was I was remixed the party guy instead of remixed the dad. Gotcha. But uh, I think some of my favorite performances would be like I loved the the, the high school talent shows because mm -hmm. we were just terrible, but it was just fun. Um. And then when we performed at a few other like venues with other artists that it was, it was, it was fun, but I don't remember a lot from those days cause I was doing stuff. Um, and then right, yeah, right before we met, I did a couple shows for the church that I attend and the youth group and just the community and just doing those type of shows uh, with, with some meaning mm -hmm. were my favorite. And I loved looking back at those and just remembering how I felt jumping up on that speaker and just and dancing with, with, with my, with my buddy and just the energy of the crowd, just us feeding off each other. And I, it's, it's, I, I love it. I love, I love performing. Right on. Well, okay. Then, uh, on performance, what, how does it energize you? How does it get your creative juices going? I mean, sure. You, you jump up on stage and, and you're, you're, you're saying the rhymes that you wrote right then and there, but how does that help you when you come back to the studio to create uh, new stuff, new music, new beats, new lyrics and so forth? Well, it kind of goes back to that connection with people. Um, I'll take that energy and I'll, I'll be inspired. I'll be influenced. I'll be encouraged to go back and with that energy and with, with my physical physique and everything, the way I'm writing a rhyme, if I can do it to like blow people away, but then also challenge myself to, with my cardio and, and, and spit, spit my words the way, the way I, they, I want them to be mm -hmm. in a challenging way and wow people, but also reach them at the same time. It's uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, what, what kind of, what can I do next to, to kind of give them that showmanship Sure. But then also be more creative and challenge my abilities because I grew up with a stutter. 
and I can still hear it every day. I can still hear it when I rap, I, but I also can use that to my advantage because a lot of people don't, they don't know about the stutter and they're like, oh, he just straight up went and like did some monkey bar spinning hot wheel and stuff with his lips and his <laughs> lyrics on. So it's it's kind of a double-edged sword right there. But yeah, I, I, I definitely work on the craft and I have that ability and that control, control now to when I, especially when I'm writing, to know what, it's, it's, it's kind of like when you're driving a vehicle, right? And you, you know what kind of road you, you're gonna go down. So what vehicle are you gonna take? I'm trying. It's like if I'm if I'm going up to the Mount Rocky Mountains, I'm not gonna drive a low riding Lamborghini on a rocky road. Or if I'm gonna go do this, if I'm gonna, yeah, you you get what I'm saying. Totally, totally, I do, I do. Um, we've kind of touched bases on this, but I, I just want a, a, a direct answer on why is mutant why is music uh, so important to you? I think music's so important to me because it it reaches me on all levels and by that I mean spiritually physically and emotionally because like spiritually it can take me to a place with God and it's like yo it can give give me peace and give me joy but then it also can take me to that dark place and remind me Kind of like uh, that guy in the Bible with the thorn in his side, like, oh, well. And then emotionally, like, I'll go into work. I can throw on some, um, some like hardcore rap or some some rock and stuff. Be ready for the day, yeah. Be happy and pissed off at the same time. <laughs> and at lunchtime, kind of slow slow it down a little bit, and and. Uh, and kind of calm and then when i'm heading home i can listen to like some some light jazz or some mr rogers or something just to change that mood change yeah ele elevate my attitude or decrease my attitude sure and then also physically too you put positive stuff in your body and in your mind you're gonna get it coming in or out and i feel since i've been listening to more positive and uplifting and encouraging stuff. I'm not as stressed. My back isn't sore and I'm not all tense like Ozzy Osbourne. And I feel, I feel better. Yeah. And then also my brain feels better. My stomach feels better. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's honestly like a diet. Like if you eat garbage every day, you, uh, cupcakes, milkshakes donuts pizza all that stuff and i'm not knocking any of that stuff i love all that stuff oh my gosh i love all that stuff <laughs> but if you eat that garbage every day it's gonna affect you and that's the yeah. same with music that's why i think music is so important and a vital staple in my life i can't agree more man seriously uh, music is is 
music is like stories. It's always going to be around. It's always, uh, people are always going to have it around because it's a, a connection between people. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you speak different languages or anything like that. When music pops on, you all connect, you know, and, and stories are the same way. Um, I know for me, it's, uh, it, we just did it yesterday, right before we went to church. Um, we woke up, everyone's kind of just kind of moving slowly and all this stuff. And my wife throws on uh, the greatest showman soundtrack and, uh, I'm a sucker for musicals. I'll be honest. And, uh, it just got our blood pumping and it just got us moving. And we were just like, everyone was happy and everyone's going and moving. And it's just a way to really get you into the mindset that you want to be in. And I, throw on um i'm on a uh, 40s uh big band uh kick right now and so when i'm writing I, i'll throw that on to the alexa or my headphones and just let it go and i and it just puts me into a world and i just keep going so i'm totally there with you man i totally am yeah well we had down to when we had down to southern colorado man a lot of times we'll play some like old 90s hits and 2000s hits and whether it's edited gangster rap or boy bands yeah <laughs> and I, yeah we'll and we'll sing along and yep. my wife and i will you're tearing up my heart <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start singing and it's fun and also i it it helps you be vulnerable and and, and just have fun and show the other person hey i'm relaxed with you we if we can do this together then it's it, it is whatever yep so. we got this um who who were or are and maybe they're still around uh the heroes in your life that kept you motivated to um write your thing to to um do the music to do the poetry to do the art who were they Man, I almost cried when, when I saw this question because it was, it was my grandma. Like, yeah, no joke. Like she, and I talked about this on another podcast, uh, last weekend and almost did the same. I almost cried. Um, so if I start crying, um, I told you I'm strong, but I'm, I'm sensitive. <laughs> Hey, it's it's good to be authentic. Um, now my 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 grandma, she was the one who, whenever it came to my drawings, my paintings, um, the car, silly cartoons that I doodled, uh, the poetry, the the, the little mixtapes that I made on the even even on the cassette tapes. Oh wow! Little Mac uh, that were total garbage, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but anyway, um, even through all that, yeah, she was the one that would always kept, Hey, it's, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And there was some stuff I shouldn't have said on there, but she's, she, she gave me constructive criticism and it wasn't like, Oh, this is garbage. And you, are you just, you shouldn't say that you shouldn't do that. She was like, Oh, maybe you probably could have said it a different way or went a different route with it. But next, next time, next, next time let's. So 
and it was cool be, because my grandma she she always played music at, at the house mm. she played anything from stuff from her era all the way up to when like when she died and then there was a lot of gospel and she sang at the at the, at the church choir too um when she played the piano and she let the kids jam on the keys at the, at the house and my grandpa he was a little hard-headed and he and he'd get irritated with us if we David goes. So, um, but my grandma, she she loved that though. She loved having the grandkids be involved with music, and I believe out of the generation of grandkids, I'm the only one that really pursued the arts and pursued the music. Now that I think about it, because. I needed that escape and I needed that, I guess, coping mechanism as I got older. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I believe God used it in certain parts of my life to help other people, not only help other people, but also help me feel comfortable in my own skin. Um, but yeah, my grandma though, long story short, my grandma that's awesome man thanks for sharing i uh in our family I, i've got four kids and uh we're trying to get each one of them into music just like you were saying um it's a connection it's 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 that that outlet you know of just creativity that you know my oldest daughter's doing guitar and so she's just wanting to just get something out there she'll just jump on that and play a few play a few chords and call it good you know and my other daughter's doing drums and my third daughter's doing piano and my son will figure out what he wants to do but i'm with you man music is just something that just connects people and gives them an outlet and i really can't see life without music it's it's so hard you know <laughs> it would be such a depressing place without music oh uh, so all right we're gonna switch gears Tell me about your podcast, Remix the Dad. What is it? What's it about? Where are you taking it? Where is it coming from? Well, Remix the Dad podcast, it's, uh, it's an idea I had a couple years ago when I, I had it kind of tucked in the back of the notebook. And the first thing, one of the first things I wrote down, music for my mission statement and my vision was music life and everything in between and I took that equation and then I wrote about 10 to 15 questions kind of as my backbone uh, outline for the podcast and sometimes we get to them sometimes we don't and I the the podcast that I was working on before ended up kind of fizzling out due to timing issues um, and priority and there there wasn't any like hard feelings with the person involved it was just I was ready to go I was ready to get on that bus I had my suitcase and luggage ready to go he wasn't so I had to write him a dear John letter and be like hey man it's not me it's you 
Um, oh wait, I, I flipped that. That that's the dyslexican. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. But no, it was it was. There's no hard feelings there. But uh, we had we had that podcast. We put out some episodes, and we were doing our thing for for about six months. And then I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pull this secret play out of my playbook and I started remix the dad and I really the first year in 2018 I released an episode in January and then every week I at least released one episode at least one episode and it's cool about nice. this platform it's my it's it's mine I can release as many episodes as I want a week or a year, whatever. I can do what I want. So I like that freedom. So there were some weeks I released an episode every day. There was some, but I, but you at least got one, one taste a week and my numbers were getting high and I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. But then I got burnt out mm. and, that's not what I wanted. I wanted, I wanted to show people, Hey, yeah, you, you can, you can have fun. You can, you can be creative. You can be yourself. But as I was saying that and wanting to get these episodes out, I turned into something that I saw that I would had just gotten out of. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want to be that robot going to work, coming home. Yes, dear. No, dear. Yes. It was okay. So I had to just put up, put a hold on it and have those conversations with my wife, have those deep reflections in myself, be like, okay, yes, I have to have priority with this podcast, I have to set aside times where I'm able to do it. But then also I, more importantly, more importantly, most importantly, and however you want to word it, first comes God, then comes me, then comes my family. And I wasn't doing that. It was just like, you know what, I I just want to get this out. Boom, 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 boom. And I was neglect, neglecting all of all of those and just being that robot, going to work, earning that money, coming home, playing the routine. And so that's why that's my explanation why I have taken a lot of time off on it. But um now having those conversations having those those uh those refocusing and reflecting times i'm able to be like hey let's get back to it man and then talking to guys like you again and seeing what you're doing it inspires me man it really inspires me to get back on that horse i don't like horses but <laughs> to get back on that horse um my dude at work him too and then and uh, there's another guy who's who's in that dad's group that you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. He asked me to come on his podcast for foster kids. 
Oh. That's a different story. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, and just and and just getting those messages every once in a while. Hey, when you when are you going to release something? When are you going to release something? And a lot of the times, I tell people if I don't have something to say, I'm not going to BS you and give you give you junk. Mm. I want to give you some filet mignon. I don't want to give you quarter pounder from McDonald's. I'm tracking. I am totally tracking. So if if I if there's a span of a, a couple weeks, I'm trying not to that's my goal. I'm trying not to let it a gap span a couple weeks. Gotcha. So whoever's listening to this and Call me out if you don't see a new if you don't see a new episode from me, and you see that two week gap, please say something to me because I want to at least release something, whether it's a win or mini mini episode or whatnot, whether it's a guest spot, whatever, or even just a little little song, a little snippet of something. I want to at least stay consistent and give you give give the world something awesome awesome um that's cool man i i appreciate your honesty on that i mean it's easy to get into something so much that you just all of a sudden turn around one day and you go it's not necessarily that i'm not being fulfilled but this is no longer fun you know this is just sucking up everything and and i've got nothing left at the end of the day so i i i totally appreciate that um, what is, uh, which episode is your favorite so far? Um, I think one of the episodes that I did with this guy named, uh, Titters, <laughs> uh, cause it was just so fun, man. We were sitting there on the couch and just be BSing in St. Louis and, and he looks like Billy Gibbs from, uh, from the Bee Gees. Uh, so shout out, shout out to him, man. Um, I got nothing but love for him. But then another, I don't know. I just, I, I they're kind of like kids, man. You just kind of have love for all of them. Sure. Their own little unique ways. Um, but I think one of the most fun ones I had was with Andy Storch. In St. Louis, on the couch, where he's sitting there in his boxers, that was a fun one. <laughs> um, and I and I and I enjoy a lot a lot of the ones with 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 the Hulks. Mm. Yep. Uh, and then also with with my with my dude Anthony from Anthony's Godly Guidance. Nice. I think those were kind of my the standout ones for me so so talk to me about the hulks um they're a bunch of jerks <laughs> uh just so everyone out there knows i'm part of this group called the hulks which it includes myself uh ryan here and uh three other buddies um who we met through this dad's group thing and it started off as a fitness accountability group and turned into living life together with these other 
other dudes and it just keeps us motivated and authentic i feel like um it's they've for me personally they've really pulled me out of some dark spots um and just called me out on a lot of my bs that i would throw up there and they're like oh dude tell us the truth here so for me personally they've they've really been a lifesaver what about you man yeah definitely man um it's that whole accountability and just kind of brotherhood man and what which is awesome because we come we're we're spread out throughout the country and even another country mm-hmm. um and we're so different yet we're still all the same yep as me and you we're 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 a couple of white guys yep. um chris he's asian dude from new york he's uh he's he's from new york we'll just say that <laughs> uh, i'm not sure where he's he, what what but uh, and then we have uh, canadian so and just we all grew up so different and we are in different ages and just different stages of life different stages of life and just just uh but we all have that kind of that, that drive to move forward. We all have different goals, but we all have that drive to move forward. And right. it's been it's been it's been huge for me to to have that because honestly, if I didn't have that, there wouldn't be a remix the dad podcast because uh, dude from New York, Reggie, he's like you you got to do it, man. There's there's no excuse not to do it. Yep. Um, Cause I told him I want to be like a radio personnel. And so what if you used to stutter? So what if you did this and you're, you're just, just do it, man. And just having that support and that encouragement, but also the criticism too, like calling, calling me out on my BS or if, if they didn't like something that, that I did, they'll they'd let me know they'd put their input in so um yeah that's that's about all i got with that with with, to to say all night no worries no i uh, I love him love him oh yeah no i i love him too reggie with this podcast i mean was all it was just like get it out there just i i'm a I suffer from perfectionism. Like it's got to be perfect before I can get it out there. And so doing this podcast has really been a lesson in um, putting it out there unfinished, you know, raw, don't, don't make it perfect because it will never be out there if it's perfect. And that translates to, to authors so much as, as a writer, you want to put out the best story and yeah, you, you have to, but if you, keep on your book until it's perfect you're never going to release it so at some point you have to make the call it's done i need to put it out there and this podcast was the same way for me it was like oh yeah i'll get to oh yeah i'll get to yeah no look i got a host and look i got questions and all that stuff but um it's he was really a push in the sense of like dude just put just publish it push the button push the button so it's, well, uh, like Jesus, he didn't have the best power tools, but he still got awesome, awesome, uh, 
woodwork yeah and woodwork that he put out it wasn't perfect the table or the chair or what the shelves or whatever he made probably had defects nicks dings shoot probably had some termites nest up inside somewhere there's going to be there's going to be stuff people are going to criticize people are going to say stuff and then also when it comes to doing projects like this and i still have to remind myself daily yeah with this podcast i pretty much it's like building a plane after jumping out of a plane and you're heading towards the ground you either just fall to the ground or you build the plane and you start going off on your own path because i'm seeing a lot of these dudes when i first started the podcast they they had their podcast and they had the fancy equipment like we have now mm-hmm. but when i first started i didn't have all the good stuff or quote unquote good stuff right um i didn't have the professional grade blah blah blah, blah sound equipment i don't I, but I, I I love that though because it it makes it sound grimy and makes it sound real life. It it's it doesn't sound it doesn't sound factory made. It sounds like real life, and sure. we also have to show ourselves a lot of a lot of grace when it comes to the product. Essentially, this is a product that we're putting out, right. And we have to show grace with that. It's like, okay, I see that painting over there. It's not perfect. I don't like where that, where this painting right here, this Donnie, I didn't like, I almost threw it out. Dude, dude, really? I almost almost threw it out because there's so much little detail in in there. Like in, like with all the gadgets and stuff, Mm -hmm. I almost, almost threw that out. But God was like, dude, step away for a minute. So it took me a week. I, I walked away for a week. I came back, tur- turned on some music. I was home alone. Finished. Nice. And during that week, God was like, hey, and there was some other stuff going on during that week. And God was like, hey, that paint splatter is going to land where it's supposed to and that's how you should look at life Mm. your word your words are going to hit like the seeds like the parable i think i actually heard that the parable of the seeds that seed's going to land on the soil where it's supposed to whether it's on the rocky the good soil or or the birds are going to get it sure let it let it land let that paint land let that note land let that space in between the notes with your music land. Let that stutter land where it's supposed to land. That is a great description. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, we're uh, we're getting to the end now. Oh, we're gonna wrap up. Um, so is there anything I should have asked you but I didn't? That's a good question, but no. All right. Well, no, you didn't. I'm thorough then. I like that. <laughs> um, what? Uh, I'll, I'll, 
I'll end it with asking you where people can connect, but um, one final question, what are you excited for in the, that's coming up for you? Like what is a project that you're getting behind um, for the future that you are just going ho about that you're excited for um, that you're really putting your passion in? Is it going to be remix the dad? Yeah, I believe that'll be a remix the dad. And then also just kind of being not kind of being, but, also helping my daughter find her passion and her with her projects and her creativity kind of being like the overseer and cultivator of her her talents and so nice that's what that's that's really what i'm excited about is just because she her sense of humor and her creativity and all that i'm like dude because she she I'll be working down here on the laptop or doing something and she'll come down and she'll take over. So nice. I'm like, all right. all right. She's, she's following in, in dad's suit a little bit. So, but yeah, just, just going, just going on with the, uh, with the podcast and then just honestly, just sharing, sharing my story, seeing what God uses through through me and my story for people um what like i said if it hits somebody at least one person or if it's just for me to just get it off my chest is and own my own bs to for for me to feel better that's cool but if if it helps you and and inspires and sparks something in you i really pray that that spark catches fire and keeps going and if it does please contact me and we can talk and and then and, and go further because i know some great people um out there and if i can't help you in some sort of field and that's another thing too i like help helping people network um if i can't help you in some sort of field or some sort of idea I will definitely try and find somebody who can. That's awesome. That is awesome. And that's a great segue into the end. Um, pretty much where can listeners find you and connect with you? Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Ryan Greenwood. Um, find me on Instagram at, yeah, it's at Remix the Dad podcast. Um. Yeah, you can find me at those two spots. I used to, I used to throw my email out there, but I, I'm so sick. Of, I'm so sick of email. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a Twitter feed or TikTok or Wing Wang or Tootie Lou or whatever's out there now. It seems like there's a new thing up every week type thing. So, cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you man uh thank you ryan for doing this i really appreciate it this was awesome um i'm really glad we did this no man thank you man i'm and I'm, I'm super excited to see where this goes and i'm honored to be on and i just i just i, I just pray that you, you just keep going and you succeed with this man because like, i know you will and, and show you remember remember show yourself some grace Definitely. show yourself some love and compassion and let that let those uh paint drops land where they're supposed to awesome all right guys 
Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great evening and uh, enjoy. <laughs>